0: 27, coming to you live from the Lion's family basement.
1: All right. The Lion's Den. Lion's Den, if you will.
0: Um, we are, this is about a half hour before the big debate. Right. So you and I were very political. So I figured we would not talk about the debate at all.
1: Right. I think we were, I think we're so political mm-hmm. that we've sort of come 180 on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What if, Um. so, oh, did I say this is Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff? I believe you did. I thought this was the new tech show that is. Yes microchip and the noob yes yeah. so we're gonna talk nothing but technology and game i'm kidding
1: we're not yeah no, we're not gonna do we that.
0: are actually
1: we've rebranded
0: we've rebranded yet again and we're a sports ball uh sports sports podcast, podcast
1: all sports all the time who are you chip uh i'm gonna be championship championship <laughs> i thought you're gonna be chip shot chip shot that's
0: right chip, chip shot. shot and i'm the putts the putts chip shot and the putts oh, come yeah. on and if we're not doing a live sports show uh, we're also supposed to do from our corporate parent, uh, podcast international, uh, limited. They would like us to do a food podcast. I, I think, think
1: that's a great idea.
0: That'd be great. And that yeah. could be something like junk aisles with, uh, Chipotle.
1: Chipotle. Yes.
0: And master chef, Jeff. Master
1: <laughs> chef, Jeff. And of course I, uh, we're also going to be doing spinning off to our true crime podcast, oh, yeah. which is, uh, <laughs> uh, angel of Jeff. Angel of Jeff. The, uh, I forget what I called it. The in, the, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember either. It was, it was a mouthful. Something with my name in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out by uh, the next Facebook Live.
0: Fantastic. Um, Chip, last time we left off, I was fascinated. I was at your house, you and executive producer. Kim Chancher, yes. in the middle of a dry January.
1: We were. How'd it go? It was very dry, extremely yeah. dry. I
0: noticed both of you looked very like chapped lips, your skin just peeling off like everybody was dry. Well,
1: the issue with that was we didn't realize it was just no liquids. It was just no alcohol. <laughs> I think that's really the problem. So we switched. We we started rehydrating. We, we gave ourselves fluids, uh, just no alcohol. But it went well. It went well. I extended my dry... January into dry February for a bit because I just I was under the weather yeah yeah I was on the z-pack mm-hmm. yeah you know, the z-pack z-pack sure and uh, so so uh I tried to uh tried to limit the alcohol and get, get rid of it but now I'm back you had a little bit of alcohol and it's uh it's good did yeah. the alcohol was it overwhelming
0: when you had it not having it for a month and a half or was it just right
1: it wasn't like it wasn't like dry ice was coming out of right, the right, cauldron right. Uh, but it was good. It was a nice. Uh, it was. It was val- It was. I think it was actually Valentine's Day.
0: Was it a jug of grain
1: alcohol? It, it was. It had it two hit, straws. It <laughs> had two straws, and it just said XXX on the side of it.
0: <laughs> That's a nice Valentine's Day mm-hmm. treat, Kim. A month and a half, we did really well. It's time for the, boom! Just XXX.
1: Yes. Sipity sip. Exactly. Like
0: two Dalmatians. Right?
1: Is it the Domey 100? It was Lady in the Tramp. Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. But they were dogs. They we were can t- say that. I think we can narrow that down.
0: Well, good. Um, I don't think I've... I've gone my adult life, my adult drinking life, which started probably when I was, I would say, 16. Sure. Uh, I think I go
1: for... Which is illegal, by
0: the way. Just yeah, oh, I know. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know, Trip. Um, I do believe... Like three weeks before a marathon, if I'm serious about it, I cut out all alcohol. All of it. Okay. Yeah. And I end up losing like five pounds because sure. you know, all the sugar and that's in alcohol and yeah. stuff. So, uh, that's about as close to, I get as a dry, mm. dry anything. Sure. Yeah. Cause I work hard and I deserve alcohol. You <laughs> absolutely 100% do. All right, Chip. I, people seem to like when we have little trivia games. Yes. I like trivia. You like trivia. You yeah. like fun. I like fun. Yeah, we enjoy having fun. We love nostalgia. We love music. Mm-hmm. We love just all oh, goodness. Something because the beach. It... Yes. Play-doh. Play-Doh. I love the beach and Play-Doh. Spaghetti. Sp- spaghetti.
1: Chocolate. Cho- I just think you're Ch- chocolate. Chocolate.
0: All right, Chip. Here I'm gonna hit you with something. Okay. I-, I spend a lot of my free time when you're out doing your comedy acts, You're out hanging out with your cool friends. I'm home. A lot of my community service work. A lot of community service work. I come home, do some laundry, go to the gym maybe, chill out. And I like to just like look up little tidbits about my favorite bands or sure. people from yesteryear. Yeah. I watch a lot of videos. So I was going deep on ACDC and most people, you hear ACDC and you're like, that's a cool name. I guess it means what?
1: Sure. Uh, it means like the battery ACDC. Right. Like alternating current, current, direct current. Direct current.
0: All you have to do is go on Wikipedia and you can find like little treasures. Really? ACDC actually stands for Australia Crocodile Dundee Country.
1: Really? Yes. Did ACDC. I did not know that. Wow. That I is know. A pretty interesting. Again,
0: name. Australia Crocodile Dundee Country. That's what ACDC stands Which for. Which is
1: amazing because ACDC, mm-hmm. uh, Originated in the, I believe, mid 70s. Yep. Crocodile D- Dundee, the movie didn't come out until, I want to say, 1986.
0: The prescience of, of the band to know something were like really, that. They were
1: really ahead of the curve there. They were.
0: I think, you know, there were inklings that a young Crocodile Dundee was making
1: his mark at right. the Outback. They saw Paul Hogan walking around and mm-hmm. they're like, this guy, this guy, this guy is going to wear a hat and no shirt. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, a vest.
0: Just a vest. So what I did, Chip, is I hope you don't mind, but I went I and looked up a bunch of other bands. Okay. Who have names with initialisms? Sure. Who, uh, that maybe we do know or we don't know. Okay. Like I'll give you. All right, Chip. One of our favorite bands between both of us, I would say, is REM. In your oh, top five. Oh, one hundred. Oh, absolutely. 100 Easily 100. top 100. five. Most people, you'd say REM. That means rapid eye movement. Right, and this is amazing literally the second paragraph of Wikipedia. When the band was thinking of names, they were hanging out. They're like, well, what's something like we always say? Like, what's what's a funny expression? And then it came down to the most popular expression. Whenever Michael Stipe would show them lyrics, they would all kind of roll their eyes and go, really eccentric, Michael, really eccentric. Kind of doing almost a jerk-off motion. Sure. Because he's so out there. Yeah,
1: I've I've heard murmur. Right. There you go, right? Yeah. So...
0: The murmur you heard was correct, that R.E.M. stands for really eccentric, Accentric- Michael.
1: Michael. I love it. I
0: love it, too. Um, are you familiar at all with the 90s powerhouse hip-hop and TLC? Oh, of
1: course. TLC. Yeah, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yes,
0: uh, I believe she
1: passed No, away. Longer, with no longer
0: with us. No longer with us. Do you know what TLC stands for? You, why
1: don't you guess? I mean, I'm going to guess tender, love, and care.
0: I never even thought of that.
1: No, really. Okay. No.
0: It's a total lawn care.
1: Is that... They were a landscaping group. Exactly right. Moonlit yep. as a singing group. It's and a, then they just, hey, we already have the business cards.
0: Business cards. They had the rack body truck. Yep. They would literally go around all day. And as they were landscaping, mm-hmm. they would just get into these beautiful harmonies. Yep. And someone discovered them. I believe they were um, doing work on, let's say, Tommy Matola's house. Sure. Yeah. And he heard these and and he's, he yelled out to them. Yo, ladies, that's some beautiful um, hip-hop singing, singing you're doing. That you're doing as and, you're – Right, and they're like, what's your name? And he goes, never mind, I see it. And then he saw on the side, Total, Total Lawn, lawn care. care.
1: And then we got to sign these. Sign these ladies. guys. And they're
0: like, why don't we just use TLC? Yeah. Shorten it, less of a mouthful. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with the um, Australian brand NXS? Oh,
1: Michael Hutchins, of course.
0: IN X S. What what would you think that stood for, Chip?
1: I I would assume it meant just in excess, like it has too much of something, like oh, in excess of I, I something.
0: Never even thought of that. Never thought of that. Okay. No, it turns out, they started as a band in fourth grade. They okay. all played the same instrument, and they were a little hesitant, but they they were the incredible, incredibly nervous xylophone sextet. Really? Yes. That, wow. they, they were. They tried to be the the incredible xylophone. Se- sex tech, but they were so nervous
1: they were so nervous
0: someone called them
1: the incredibly it's a lot of keys a lot of mallets right
0: and yeah. and what happened was one guy left and they're like well we really do like the i the n the x and the s sure. so why don't we keep sure keep that um would you have a couple more yeah mc5 the detroit uh power ban kick out the jams yep, wayne sure. kramer mc5 yeah. If you someone told you MC five, what would you think?
1: Well, I know that Detroit is the Motor City, so I'd assume oh. the Motor City five. But I have a feeling it's not correct. I feel like I'm I'm batting zero mm. so far.
0: Motor City five? No, that didn't even cross my mind. Okay, I looked up. It's a mocha cappuccino five.
1: Makes sense. These, again, well, again, uh, decades ahead of the curve.
0: Yeah, these guys, they were all baristas yep. in a very very working class mm-hmm. part of. Uh, South Detroit, yeah, which, as we all know, doesn't exist, even yeah. though it was in a song.
1: Yeah. Uh, by the way, we just had uh, Christian Alsis. Uh, a yeah. big-time fan. He just said, a great show. I just <laughs> recently found out that Tenacious D stands for Tenacious Dialysis, which I think is great, is, is if you're going to get dialysis, you want it to really stick.
0: Christian, I believe I that is 100% true. Looking at those two gentlemen, who I love, I love me some Tenacious D. I love me some Kyle Gass, but there might be some dialysis in their, uh, I their think lives. So. All right, you guys can guess. Gerard... Executive uh, producer Kim Chantry. I,
1: but by the way, he would know a lot about it. That's it, it, uh, his nickname around the uh, around the uh, around the area is Christian Dialysis. Oh, nice so, uh, yeah.
0: guys. Um,
1: oh boy, uh, you guys familiar with CNC Music Factory? One hundred percent. I saw them at the Valley Forge Music Fair what? when I was in ninth grade. <laughs> I went with my friend and his older sister.
0: Oh my goodness! Now, what would you think, CNC Music Factory? What do you think C&C would? would Chocolate and Christmas. That's close. Two of my favorite things. It is. You're so close. It's actually Cohen and Cooperstein Music
1: Factory. Is that what it is? It was. Yeah. yeah,
0: Actually, they're their lawyers. Okay. They signed them. They said one thing. We will fund your music endeavor, but we'd like to get a little product placement.
1: I think it's great. Rather than a billboard on 95.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. There you go. So uh, Cohen and Cooperstein Music Factory. Not as milifluous as C&C. So again, they shortened it. And they promoted it more. CNC. It's not
1: always about Mellow though.
0: No, it certainly isn't. Um, there's a very popular K-pop. Do you know what K-pop is, Chip?
1: Yes, I do. That, that's Korean pop. There I think I actually got that correct. You did? Yeah.
0: Um, the, the Probably the most popular K-pop band is called BTS. Right. Um, do you know what BTS stands for, Chip? Uh, I would assume <laughs> they are Koreas built to spill. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Is that what it is? No, you're wrong, Chip. Uh. I looked it up, and my, trust me, my Korean's not great. Oh. it's pretty good bts and i one of my daughters coming down she might be able to back me up on this she's a bts fan maybe um the band bts stands for bathroom tile surplus uh
1: yeah
0: again bathroom <laughs> someone just stole. i think the we just lost the Chok-Soo cookies, <laughs> by the way <laughs> yes again it was a corporate sponsor korean sponsor um great great bathroom tiles i think if, that's great yeah um Let's get back to this side of the pond. Okay. okay? Right. Well, not actually this side of the pond. Come back to this side of the pond. Then we'll go across the pond the other direction. Back to the pond, yeah. And there's a very popular band called ELO. Sure. I think we all know what ELO stands Electric for. Electric Legged Orchestra. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe, maybe that was an early incarnation of ELO. Okay. But when they go out now, in real big letters, you see, everyone loves Ovaltine.
1: Everyone I mean- loves Ovaltine cross promotion it's great i think it's great i think it's wonderful
0: yeah okay um you like hip hop as we discussed young mc remember young mc sure what did he like to do uh
1: he liked to bust moves he
0: did yeah Yeah. do you know what mc stood for no this is this is really weird it stood for michael sarah his name is michael sarah the actor the nebbish little actor took his name yeah, George Michael took his name from Young MC. Really? It's amazing. I did not know that. This is all on Wikipedia. Young Michael
1: Cera. You just,
0: like, just go in there and say, hey, let me check out one of my favorite bands, like XTC. Yeah. Senses working over time. Sure. And dude, God, you know all that? XTC.
1: X- no idea. Just look right there. Yeah.
0: X-ray technicians club. All three of those guys met while being X-ray technicians. In
1: technicals.
0: radiology school. Radiology school. REO Speedwagon. Okay. Go for it. Really enormous odometer speed wagon. Is that what it is? It's, it was a specific a type wagon. of car. Yeah. Right. And it, it was so out there for its time. Speedom- the odometer was like this big and there was really no reason <laughs> that's, that's, for that's, it. Yeah. That's, that's way too large. Yeah. Um, you 40, you familiar with them? I oh, love them. Yeah. Red, red wine. Yeah. You love, they were really big fans of a John Candy movie that they saw 40 times. Uncle Buck 40. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. They would sit around and practice, you know, be like, "Red, red, one, red, Hey, mate,
1: let's watch. Yeah, let's go. watch Uncle Buck again.
0: Yep. Oh, have I missed you before? We just
1: how you're listening to it right now. Right now, Uncle Buck, Buck Forty.
0: 40. Yeah. repeat after me, Uncle, Uncle Buck 40. Forty. All right, you're gonna like this, Chip. Um, LCD Sound System. One of my, my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah another James, top five. James Murphy. James Murphy. Hit this band got its start because his dad, his dad had a business. Um, and his dad was a, uh, a dentist and, um, he funded them. So LCD pertained to his dad's business. It was, um, it was low cost dentures.
1: Great. Okay. Well, you know, he's helping in the elderly and I I think it's a really important thing when it comes to techno dance punk.
0: All right. A couple more. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, OMD. If you leave. Orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Right. That was their original name. Okay,
1: but they've changed it.
0: One million donuts. I think that makes a lot of sense. It's fun. It's fun. It makes them happy because everyone seems to enjoy donuts. This is really Really? odd. Kenny G. Do you know what the G stands for? No. Glocks. Kenny Glocks. The guy fucking loves guns. Loves. Big gun nut. Big gun nut. Scary. If you looked up Kenny G, every photo of him on the internet, he's holding a Glock. Okay. Yeah. Um, LL Cool J. Yes. Yep. Limited liability. Cool James. He's
1: very business savvy. I think that's a great idea. He, I, I think that's a he, lot. A lot of musicians aren't worried about their, uh, <laughs> their business.
0: Uh, we have a question from John Kensel. I have a question who keeps opening the door in the background and looking out.
1: Uh, Oh no, <laughs> I, we might have to worry about that. Yes. We I might think that's worry something about that. We're going to have to keep it. Thank you,
0: John for, please. uh, you'd keep an eye on that for us, please. please. Uh, we just have a couple more. Um, Andrew WK, sure, the party guy, likes yeah. to party all the time. Party this He's been. He actually, it's Andrew wrestles kangaroos.
1: That's, that's a, r- you don't box them. He really gets them down yeah. on the ground. Sideshow act. That's yeah. where he grew
0: Two more. Chip, of course. I think everyone knows this. <laughs> BB King, sure. Everybody, I think everybody knows what the BB stands for. Stands for a Benjamin Button's King.
1: <laughs> Obviously, he suffered from that disease. That's what. I, that's why he always had the blues.
0: <laughs> he died when he died. He was one uh like a one month he but he's still like <laughs> still still fully functional yeah they had to keep making smaller and smaller sure uh little guitars yeah for him and when he passed out it was just so sad yeah god bless benjamin button king and of course zz top i'll just give you a little all three of these guys worked in an italian restaurant and it was they're named after a specialty dish um and people just love the dish so much that when they started performing as a band, they were known as like the guys, the Zesty Zd Toppings. Yeah, right, Zesty yeah. Zd, and they're like Zesty Zd Toppings. People know us as that, but let's shorten it. Yep, yeah.
1: Zz Top. Which is funny because when I think of Zz Top, I think of family-style Italian cuisine. Yeah, yeah. the
0: three more Italian. You wouldn't even think no, that. No, no. And the ironic thing is, the one guy whose last name is Beard, right? Yes doesn't have, have u.s citizenship really yeah he's not into the country i did not know that it's amazing yeah. That. yeah so yep. frank beard i hope things i hope you've you've gotten your uh, your your papers and yeah god let's hope so chip that was a little game i <laughs> yeah. like to play uh called uh band names band names yeah band names all right chip i want you to tell me oh. there's a big run coming up in yes Philly. it is philly's preeminent run it is the sixth biggest running race in the country it is it is number six that's amazing there's yep. like two marathons in front of it new york and chicago mm-hmm. a couple 10ks i believe the peach tree 10k in atlanta is number one with okay. 50 57 000 people okay. i believe broad street's around 40,000.
1: yep what do yeah, you Yeah, right got? around forty thousand.
0: So, who's doing? What, tell me a little bit about Broad Street this year. So,
1: Broad Street Run, I've been doing for a number of years. I just got accepted again. I'm very excited to start uh, to, to start training for it and get, to get ready. At the beginning of May. Uh, however, I decided I, I sort of came to a crossroads, mm-hmm. and I decided that I am not going. I'm going to put my bib up for uh let let somebody else have okay I'm not doing the broad street run this year Mm -hmm. because uh it is right here on this podcast that I am announcing oh my goodness a this is the first time we've done a fun run before sure Uh, I'm doing my own run this spring Mm -hmm. I already have 7,000 uh applicants uh who 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 are going to get in the first 7,000 get in uh I'd like to have 40,000 as well okay uh, that I'm going to be running I'd love for you to be a part of this sure, run. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I I'm just feel like I know you've had problems with the broad street run in the past. It's too crowded. Too crowded. There's too many people. So I figure why not do a separate run mm-hmm. that day, that same day? Same? Oh, in right. competition, direct right. competition. So maybe it can sort of sprit- thin the herd a bit. You know, some people go to the broad street run. Some people go to my run. It's going to be hopefully uh, a decent amount of people, a number of thousands, thousands of people. Yeah. We're going to start right at the same time right. as the Broad Street Run. Okay. But Here's my concept. Uh, this will be the, the 2020 Chip Chantry first annual Market Street Run. <laughs> We're going to start at the exact same time, <laughs> about five miles right, west right, right. Of, of City Hall. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... So when they're starting their run, right. we're going to be starting our run up in, in West Philadelphia on right. Market Street. Nowhere near. Heading towards the river. Okay. So we'll be in two completely separate yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, parts, parts of the city. All right. And uh, so it'll be the first first annual Market Street run. Uh, and I, I'm really excited about it. Got a question. Yes.
0: Yeah. Do you think at any point in either race there might – one's going north-south – One's going east-west, correct?
1: Right. Yes. So they'll be in completely separate... Separate... They're they're, they're, they're beginning in two separate uh, sections of the city. They're ending, ending in, in two, two separate, separate. Sex, sections of the city.
0: Do you think there might be a chance that they might meet up at, at one point? Let's pretend... I'm the Broad Street Run right, right. here, right? And then, uh, I'm the Chip Chantry. Yeah, Mark Street Mark Run. Street Run. Yeah. Right around City Hall. Right around City Oh, Right around City Hall. I think, Chip, I think you have a problem. I think you have a logistics problem.
1: I haven't thought this through. Yes. So what you're <laughs> saying I'm is, saying if I'm starting at the same time, the Broad Street Run yeah. is starting, there's going to be 40, potentially 80,000 people yeah. converging at one one point one one intersection one intersection.
0: I think if you get the zoning, the variances, everything you need from the city. Right. That's all you need. If they say it's okay, okay. little things like that, little things where people going at high rates of speed running if focusing on their direction eyes on the prize eyes on the prize and if they do happen to crash into each other that's just like you you might want to put a waiver in, in okay. the race and saying i think waivers thing need. would be yeah just basically just say hey you know we're not liable for the weather uh keeping track of your bags your skull crashing into the skull, the skull of, of another of 40 000 the, people other people coming a different direction, coming a different direction at the same exact time right Okay. Keep your head on a swivel, basically. Right. Just keep it in there. Keep your head on the swivel. up, Heads eyes up.
1: Yeah. Right. Open hearts, full minds, full minds, clear eyes, clear eyes. I think I think we're good to go. So uh, if you're not doing anything the first Sunday in May, uh, I'd invite all of you to uh, find me on Instagram <laughs> at Chip Chantry, Twitter, find my Patreon, and uh, you can sign up for the Market Street Run.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm game. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. And you know what? Fresh shoot runs had a good run of it. It's about time. Mm-hmm someone else gets in the game, right? Because exactly. all they do is great work for charities. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they do a great job of letting first-timers in. Very well-run race. At the end, you get free beer and food. Sure. Like everything you'd want in a race, why don't we try to put a stop to it? Exactly.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I'm excited, Chip. Yep.
0: Chip, I uh, I want to bring up something. This is pretty fun. I'm expecting a gift in the mail, and I don't know what it is.
1: Really? Have you ever had... Either as a kid – Someone give me a gift? No. I've, I've never received birthday or otherwise.
0: <laughs> well, you're a Jehovah's Witness, so you don't celebrate well, yeah. your birthday. I understand sure. that. No, like a lot of times as a kid, you will you would send away for crap, and you would expect it to be great. And when you get it, you'd be like, this is not great. Sure. Like little army soldiers. Sea it, monkeys. Sea monkeys, and you get it, and they're not exactly what you think they're yeah. um, a live chimp. Alive – if it shows up and it's live, that's that's great. Right. Very rare. Yeah. That, that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a good thing happened, a fun thing happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the um, social media microblogging um, platform Twitter. Heard of it. Took one of my tweets and they made a billboard out of it for a campaign called Tweet Love or Twitter Love. Yes. So they took, like I think, like 10 or 20 tweets and they
1: did they do this with your knowledge or they just took it
0: about a month ago i got a really weird little tweet from twitter dm hey we really like this tweet would you mind if we use it in any promotional material
1: sure i just
0: replied have at it sure yep everything's free i don't care and then all of a sudden i just had like a a response to the tweet and there's a photo of it from a New York subway station my tweet blown up okay next day someone saw it in a San Francisco subway station so it was fun that's so, great yeah so your,
1: your twitter is uh is very famous did yeah, you see a a rise in your twitter following did, yeah did you yeah get, did you get a little i got
0: a, i got a couple hundred uh, new that's people great. yeah that's so awesome. it was kind of fun
1: yeah you're going to be receiving goods mm-hmm. in the mail yeah but you don't know what it is.
0: Well, here's here's why I'm excited. It could be something very small and cheap. It could be a Twitter keychain. Sure. Right. Yeah. It could also be a one thousand dollar bill. Sure. Right. A crisp one. A one I, I, think, I
1: take one that's a little folded.
0: I would say anywhere in between. That's what mm-hmm. I'm expecting.
1: Yeah. I would. I would. Do you think it either? could be a sexy lady's leg lamp <laughs> <laughs> that you could put in the in the front window? Could be. fishnet stocking. Yeah.
0: Like – if your Twitter is a lot of money now, I mean, you know, they're, yeah, they're just they're Twitter. And wouldn't you work hard to like think of a really
1: good gift to give these people? Uh, yeah, you would. You would hope so. Yeah, you would hope Jack would do his homework. Yeah. Right. Go out and get you something right. nice.
0: He's he's not busy reigning in Nazis. No. Like getting them off the he's website. Letting them run them up. Right. So he's not busy doing that. But it would be nice if they. Gave me something extravagant.
1: I th- I think that'd be great, like a like a
0: pool noodle or a yeah with the Twitter logo on it. Right, right, right. like right. a pool noodle uh, yeah. noodle with Twitter logo. I got
1: yeah, uh, some. So- what would you
0: What would you expect? What would you think?
1: Maybe some gadget. Yeah, I, that'd be great. I feel like a gadget of some sort. Like a- like we're in the gadget business because it's how we tweet yeah. our tweets. Like
0: the uh, what was the triangle? Um, gadget from the office from the office the yeah. tri- the
1: pyramid was it the pyramid the pyramid, pyramid? Yeah, the pyramid. Yeah, i i think it could be one of those that'd be nice yeah
0: maybe a zoom do you remember what a zoom is sure yeah.
1: yeah uh could it be an autographed picture of jack with his with his goatee with his, beard yeah it could be
0: like some sort of like uh yoga lessons like.
1: uh what do you guys think it is uh, for those of you watching right now yeah uh it, anybody have any ideas of what the uh yeah the thing twitter is twitter twitter's gonna
0: the, the 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 company twitter is gonna be sending me a gift i don't know what the gift is they use one of my tweets for a uh, promotional thing billboards um and all they said is hey can we send you a gift and i'm like yes please and yeah, then they're please. like you know name and address and i even gave them my phone number just because they're gonna fedex it yep get the phone number on there exactly so um you know if, if you guys have any ideas that'd be great if not next podcast hopefully i'll be showing off like this is my new chrysler cordoba
1: yes i think that would be a like, uh, drive right look at, in it, look check, check take a look at this cordoba
0: yeah does <laughs> did i make that
1: anymore i i don't know i it, it, it sounds <laughs> rustic
0: chip did you want to tell me a, a mcdonald's story I don't know why I just thought did. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't I, know why I
1: just thought of that. I, I feel like well, we're talking about big corporations. Yes, McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's, Twitter. Uh, I happen to stop at McDonald's. Usually I'm not a big frequenter of the golden arches anymore, especially you had to poop. I don't eat red meat. Well, of course, we yeah. all do it sometimes. I was also I had a hankering for a little bit of dinner. I needed I was I've been on the road today since about eleven AM. I've run in some errands, had some meetings. Uh, I don't like to get into it. No, but no. I haven't been home. I need your, your life. I wanted to eat something before I got here. So I was like, let me, let me stop and get some chicken, uh, (laughs) at uh, McDonald's. And I, I get there. There was a lot of, I saw there was a lot of people in the drive-thru. I don't like going through the drive-thru. Right. I like going out there, pressing the flesh. Mm -hmm. I like going out there and, um, uh, getting face to face with, I don't need to be behind the wheel of the car. So, um, I, uh, I, I get up there and there's nobody in the car. That's another thing too. Uh, (coughs) <coughs> go to a uh go to a fast food establishment yes. you have 10 people in the drive through line nobody nobody's, walks in walk right, right in they get you food i walk right in that's a little tip yeah right right there a junk mile tip uh but i got there nobody was at the front counter i'm just standing there waiting mm-hmm. nobody's there finally a gentleman very nice young gentleman sort of wanders out a little can you say the word befuddled in 2020 yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so he was a little befuddled he just did and he uh he's like can i t-? and Another guy was like, "Take his order," and he's like, "But I got the lady's credit card." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh, well, give," and they gave the credit card. And then there was the lady; I don't know. And then he came and took my order. He was a little out of sorts, yeah. and he's—I—it uh, I, was just a few chicken nuggets, yeah. a sprite, mm-hmm. and we're ready to go. And he's kind of taking my order, and uh, he finally just sort of non— I was being very pleasant, yeah. but we not really interacting very much. Uh, but finally, at one point, he uh, just looked up and he said to me, "He said, you know." I'm usually a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, like, I think, just sort of like let me know. He's like, I'm having a little trouble up here with the cash register. Right, right. Can't really find the chicken nugget button. Yeah. He's just. Love I'm a little bit of behind-the-scenes guy. I was like, oh, that's yeah. all right. It's. But here's here's what I got to say, and I want I want the listeners out there, the viewers, to to know this: that you may think that you are a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. Right. Get up in front of that counter. Yeah. It's your time to shine. Yeah. Get
0: out there. Never be afraid to make the move from behind the scenes to people facing.
1: Yeah. Push that chicken nugget button is what we're trying to say.
0: I uh, I was – well, a lot of people know this. I was employee of the season at the uh, Burger King, uh, Oceanfront, uh, Belmar, Belmar, New Jersey back in uh, the 80s. I got employee of the season because I was the only – Member who didn't quit. I, right. I worked the whole summer. I mean, yeah. literally, if there were good waves, half of the staff would be just sure. calling and yeah, saying, I needed to do the money. So, But I was a behind-the-scenes guy. Mm-hmm. I did not. I, I wilted under pressure yep. having to do the register the couple times mm-hmm. that I did. Just couldn't do it. They're like lines. Back to the fries. Back to the breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Yep. Very good at those. Mm-hmm. There was a test where you had to make a Whopper Like, you'd be on the Whopper board. It would come out and you'd make a Whopper. And then unbeknownst to me, my manager had someone order one. I made it and they brought it and then they opened it up and they checked to see where everything was. Every little thing. Craig literally came back and goes, that was the most perfect Whopper I've ever seen. Wow. And I was like, "Craig, damn straight it was. Yeah. And you get that every time. Yeah. You order a Whopper when I'm on the Whopper board.
1: Right. Wow. That's kind of great. That's but, great. But I was
0: happy, Chip, where this guy maybe wasn't as comfortable being a, you know, front of the no. people facing
1: kind of like, right. you know, like. Out there pressing the flesh.
0: Pressing the flesh. There's nothing wrong with like, you know, the people in the in the back just no. pumping out good food.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, so I think that's the message out there is don't always feel like you have to be a behind the scenes guy. Get out there and meet the people. That's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everybody. Good night.
0: Did you ever work in a fast food establishment?
1: Did I? No. I, I never really worked in food services. I worked at a – my big uh, first job besides doing some landscaping was I worked at – I got it at Gary's, super discount, super drug store.
0: That doesn't even sound like a real place.
1: It, it, it isn't anymore, let's just say that. Uh, it, was a, it was a pharmacy. It, it was trying to be a, a local CVS. Uh, I wanted to be behind-the-scenes guy. I wanted to um, – I really wanted to get – <laughs> Oh, toilet seat cover. <laughs>
0: Sorry, uh, we just saw.
1: Yeah, we just saw that.
0: We yeah. just saw the response to the uh, toilet uh, seat. Dr.
1: Pescatore, our, yeah, and, uh, our and, running uh, physician, has uh, said mini toilet. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I am guess I think I might be getting some sort of. Uh, this, this goes back to my tweet, what Twitter might get me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tweet that I tweeted had something to do with my wife and I in a toilet seat. Yeah. So if they
1: customize the gift yeah. around the tweet, That'd be beautiful. That'd be great. That'd be symbolic. Symbolic. Yeah. Um, yeah so I got it at Gary's. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was going to be a stock guy. Yeah. Which is a little more behind the scenes, where you stock the shelves. Uh, they didn't have a need for that when they were hiring. They hired me as a cashier. Hated every yeah. minute of it. Did that for about maybe a year, about six months. And uh, as soon as there was an opening. Uh, in the stock department oh, yeah. went right down there and became a stock. stock guys were a lot cooler too no offense but it was it was usually a lot of the girls were the cashiers Yeah, like, yeah no yeah. offense but no, th- no. that's what they were doing and the guys so i got to be a, a cool a, guy a cool guy and yeah. then i was uh i was employee of the month a number of times that i got at gary's super discount super Drug Store.
0: i love it I never
1: lo- never never a employee of the season though
0: i love that you could get it pretty much get everything at gary's
1: Pretty much everything, yeah.
0: I uh, I got arrested my senior year of high school. Ooh. And uh, the one thing my dad said when he picked me up to the police station was, you really got to get a job. You got a lot of free time, Jeff. And I said, I will. And he goes, why don't we get a job this week? <laughs> and I, um, they were opening up a store called Cost Cutters. Okay. And uh, my friend Sal and I – and Sal was also in the league with me of – Not a bad kid, but misguided and mischievous, mischievous. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn a deaf ear or eye to mischief. Sure. So Sal and I and our other friend Pat got jobs at cost cutters and this store, I, I can only describe it back then was like everything that fell off of truck that this company got their hands on, they would put in the store. Right. There was no rhyme nor reason to the store. Yeah. So they'd be like, Jeff, aisle four, Put up these bamboo hampers, right? Mm-hmm. These uh water guns, um some garden hoses, some Chinese peanuts, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. just and it just would all whole... just next to each other. We'd never know what you're getting in there. No rhyme, no reason. And much like I got at at Gary's, all the the women we worked with, and everybody was high school, which was it was a mad scene. Sure. All the girls worked the registers all the miscreant guys stocked the shelves and worked in the back room. Yes. And there was a bailer and he would just bail, throw stuff in a bailer. Oh, that, One was, of the that most was great. Dangerous.
1: Oh, 100%. And it's 16 year olds are working this. Yeah. Thing. Right. Yeah. You
0: could literally kill someone. Yes. You could lose a hand. And we just, and the, the nonsense we got into, which was, was fabulous. And then, uh, I worked there until the summer, so it was like all winter long until I went to court, got the charges dropped, and all that. But uh, you know, it was a job.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of jobs, yeah, uh, this is something that I've been meaning to bring up. It's a little awkward, uh, but I figured ne- why not now mm-hmm. than ever. Um, I I want to let you know and, and let the people out there know. I I don't necessarily want to make this public, but yep. I feel like it's a good time. It's official. Uh, I have not been. You've you haven't paid me for the last few episodes of this podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, you haven't paid me for any of yeah. the episodes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if I've been checking my Venmo. I've right, right. been sort of hinting at it. I didn't. I I, I don't like talking money, but I just figured yeah. uh, I don't want to be taking advantage of either. But I just I haven't yeah, gotten I know. my uh, paycheck from uh, each of the episodes of the podcast.
0: Right? Do you know what a podcast is, Chuck? A little bit. Right. If you go to Wikipedia and you look up podcasts, the first thing you're going to see is it's for free. Okay. It's for
1: fun. Okay. So this is not a, it's not not a play to of situation. It's not a, no, they're not being reimbursed for my time. No, 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 no.
0: These are, they're known as money losing ventures. Okay. They're known as vanity products, projects. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. There's, there's no money. All right. Okay. You're making note of that. Good to know. You want to tell your tax attorney. I'm letting them know
1: that there will be, if uh, if my tax attorney, Mister Holtzman, is listening, uh, no 1099 uh, for uh, uh, Junk Miles Limited. You know who LCD? does you
0: know does my taxes? Who's that? Cohen and Cooperman uh, Music Factory.
1: They, they, I mean, they do it's a great, great job. job. They make you uh, they <laughs> pay, make you pay taxes till you bleed.
0: <laughs> yep. But I mean, the podcasts that do make money. Yep. They, I think, the big way they do it is through the live
1: shows. Cause you know, oh, yeah. like
0: once one hits, I mean, I know like my favorite murder, like Karen Kilgareth, those guys go on tour
1: and they, they, sell they just
0: sell out huge. They merch, merch. Yeah. People. And then like on lower levels, I know the, uh, the Doughboys, Um, they, they go out and now they do like national tours right? and they'll, they'll, they'll sell out like, uh, underground arts. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's probably akin to like the music industry where, you know, you put out your music, Uh you don't make money off your music. You make money off the tour, off the
1: shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I guess, uh, our next, I guess announcing right now, our, uh, next episode, next month of junk miles will be live from, from the Tower tower theater.
0: So where would, where would you, if we, if we could have a show in Philadelphia and it could be any venue,
1: if I could have a show at any venue, at
0: any venue. Let's say the podcast. Let's say you and I sit in front of the stage. Right. We'd probably, if we did it at a show, we
1: would have. Uh, now, sh- are we, are we world famous at this point, or are, are we being realistic here?
0: Yeah. Let's say we. Let's just say someone was like, murdered in the background of one of our podcasts, and we became
1: famous. Okay. Right.
0: Right. You yeah. and I are just doing. We're doing a remote, and then let's not say murder. Let's just say like a goose attacked a jogger behind us. Right. Yeah. We blow up because goose the way tech, we
1: handled it. The Goose Attack podcast, right. Right. So we, let's say like we I rescue. wrestled the Goose to the ground. Right. You save. I take the wallet of the runner. Right. Right. So then we blow up. We're like,
0: that, oh, you know the podcast where the Goose attacked the guy mm-hmm. and then the host? Yeah. So let's say then we just, we became super famous and then we got, we could name our place to play.
1: Yeah. I think the Met might be the called Met, the yeah. new Met would be good there's actually a great place that i'd love i i've had to i hosted the i got hired to host a few storytelling shows You're right which i'm not in love with the no offense but i'm not in love with the the, the crowds that were coming out to those storytelling. yeah and it's also not my strong suit is that i'd rather you be doing stand-up uh but they used to host them at the and now i'm gonna lose it the fringe arts i think it is oh. love peg is that what it is down right at the foot of the Ben Franklin Bridge down oh, okay. at Columbus Boulevard. Yeah. Beautiful theater in there. Holds a couple hundred people. Uh, gorgeous theater. Yeah. How about you, Jeff, if, if we were to go on the road
0: yeah, in Philadelphia? Tower Theater would be nice, right?
1: Tower Theater. Just classic. Classic.
0: Um, Well, when we, I used to do the uh, Use Wigs uh, podcast, we would do it live. We did some live ones, right? We do, we have, for the last two years, we just did live shows and we did it at LaTage.
1: LaTage is great.
0: LaTage was one of the nicest. It was an upstairs above the creperie. The creperie. Yeah. And it was just such a fun vibe. It was very classy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So that was a fun place. Um, But, uh, oh, good story. I tweeted this.
1: I'm talking a lot about tweeting. Yeah. I don't even know it. Well, I, but you know, you're um, going to get a gift from them. Like, yeah. Why would you talk about Facebook? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They don't
0: send me any gifts. Um, one of my favorite memories of the Tower Theater, uh, Kelly and I went to see Gaffigan 2006.
1: You're talking about Jim. Gaffigan.
0: Jim Gaffigan. Okay. Not Larry's brother. Right. Not right. as funny. Yeah. So went to see Gaffigan 2006. People were going with Had to bail at the last moment. I got four seats, second row, middle of the stage. Okay. Like perfect right seats. Right there, yeah. Like, so we get the phone call. Hey, we, we can't make it. Problem. Kid sick or something. Sure. So we have two extra seats. Goose seat. attack. Goose attack. So we have two extra seats and we're looking at each other like, that's not good. Like Jim won't care, but I know, and let me ask you, if you're a comedian, you see all this sold out and then you see two seats right up That's front, exactly
1: what you're focusing on.
0: Then you would just be like, right? Yes. So Kelly being Kelly's like, I have a great idea. I will go up to the rafters to the last row upstairs yes. at tower theater and just grab two people. Yes. So she went up and I'm like, you do it because you're a woman, and a lady, a lady. Yes. And you're, you're very pleasant mm-hmm. and you're pretty. If I went up there like, Hey, and who wants to sit? Who with wants me? to sit up front? Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. They're going to haul you away.
0: So she comes down with this very nice couple around our age very affable. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. And it was like Kelly, me, the guy, and his wife. And I'm like, this'll be great. This will right. be great. And he's like, you know, like, no, come Jim Gaffigan. And he's like all giddy. He was maybe the greatest uh, like out of his mind laugher. I'm a I'm a loud laugher. Oh, okay. Like I I love like <laughs> I lose it sometimes. Like I laugh at hard. This guy put me to shame. He literally was slapping his leg, Uh, hitting my leg, literally going like, I'm dying. Oh my God. Like, you know, Jim's just killing, right?
1: Yeah. Just full of joy.
0: He was, he was a bullion and it made me have even better time right? because it was so infectious. And as I look over his wife's just like crying and he could not control himself. Now, was like she crying
1: work? tears of joy, or was she <laughs> no, upset <laughs> with with the situation?
0: No, no, she was she was loving it as much as everybody else was. Good to know. But he he definitely outdulled me in the because I wanted to make a scene as I'm the best laugher. Right, look at me, Jim.
1: Somebody's getting upstaged.
0: Right, look at me. But no, yeah. So that uh, yeah. So I'd go back to the tower just for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it might not happen. But maybe we need to stage our podcast. Do it live somewhere in a sketchy area or an area where something bad might happen.
1: I think that's a great idea. You know I think what? that's the way to do it. Yeah. Just in a in a windowless <laughs> van.
0: Or on that very dangerous curve of, of Lincoln Drive. <laughs> Just
1: I think that's a great place for a podcast. Just get about twenty-five souls, set up some lawn chairs. I think it's yeah. perfect. Maybe on an icy night.
0: Yeah. Chip, I'm gonna give you a choice of the next topic.
1: Ooh, I'm excited about Would this
0: you topic. like Two topics you could have are pizza restaurant review in Philadelphia okay. or an unearthed Philly gem. Unearthed Philly gems is we talk about something, a person, a place or thing from Philadelphia that people might not be that aware of. Okay. That's great. So, uh,
1: you know what? I, I I know you teased last month that you were going to a very certain pizza restaurant so let's uh mm. let's find out a little bit about that yummy yummy yummy
0: yeah so uh years ago pizzeria badia was a storefront pizza place um guy was making 40 pies a day mm-hmm. and then he would just stop it got so popular because written up in esquire magazine as the best pizza in america can you imagine wow yeah i never got to go there because it was just way too popular like, people would line up at four have to come back at nine, get their pie. Yep. Who wants to eat at pizza at nine? So, like four months ago, I
1: said, "Hey." Speaking, speaking of which, yeah. and I, I don't mean to jump in, but I'm going to. I'm just going to rudely. Yeah. I, this is my goose attack.
0: That's ah! yeah. ah, my goose.
1: I was actually thinking about this today. Yeah. That's a great. I mean, That's it's a great good goose. goose. It really is. Take a gander at. Uh, it. G- take a gander at the oh, goose. Yeah. Goose is gander. Yep. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, were you, you, have, you have two daughters that I know of. Two daughters,
0: yes. They're
1: around. Right. Uh, were they or are they involved in the Girl Scouts? Yes. The, okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm sure historically they've had to sell Girl Scout yes. cookies. And their dad had to help them. Help yeah. them, sure. Okay. Now, I know it's not good form anymore. Like, we used to do this, but I know anymore it's not good form to go door to door selling yeah, cookies. Yeah. You don't do that. There's stranger danger. We don't do that. I right. get that especially at night yes late at night oh yeah horrible idea (laughs) however Uh okay what great business model and i i'm gonna push this i don't have daughters No. what a great business model now maybe you could keep a monitor on them just make sure they're safe or whatever yes send them around Mm -hmm. i'd say especially on the weekends Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock on a friday night the city in the city, mm-hmm. in the suburbs, wherever, mm-hmm. just send them door to door at eleven p.m. Knock on the door and be like, "Hey, you want some Girl Scout cookies?" Here's why. Here's why. I'm listening. Is <laughs> because I'll see a group of nice young girls at a table, yeah, outside the CVS, outside the Acme mm-hmm. at four p.m. on a on a on a Thursday. I have the wherewithal to keep walking and be like, oh, "Best I, I, of luck, young ladies." Right. Uh, Trying to watch the figure. Yeah, I'm going to head to the gym. Right got to back, head to the gym. Yeah. I would love some uh, peanut butter sandies or, yeah, yeah. you know, thin mints, whatever my whatever they're called. Samosas. Mm-hmm. Samoas. Samoas. So Samoas. Yeah. So uh, th- I have that. But if uh, if a young lady came to my door at a, 11 o'clock on a Friday, I'm just kind of watching Netflix. I'm sitting around <laughs> just a feel minutes. <laughs> and she's like, hey, I got some cookies. I'm like, give me all those cookies. I'm going to eat them all. Right now. Because <laughs> you don't you, you you're your 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 barriers down. Yeah. Who doesn't want to eat a box full of cookies yeah. at eleven o'clock on a Friday night? That's when you should be sending them out into the world. I understand it's not the safest thing to do, but maybe have a chaperone with them. Just keep I, I would they're maybe, old enough. They might be able maybe, to do it on their maybe own. Maybe even you just go. Be like, hey, my daughters, they're in the Girl Scouts. It's past their bedtime, but yeah. Would you, would you like to buy some shortbread? Right. Cookies? This vest, this is their vest. A little yeah. short on me. Right, it's eight. a little short on me. I'm smash. also wearing a trench coat. Let's open the <laughs> trench coat to show you all of the different cookies that I have. You're gonna make a killing. I
0: just ate the other night, I ate a whole sleeve of um the shortbreads. They're great. I demolished they're it. great. Yeah. I like I took the sleeve downstairs into the basement and I'm like, I'll have a couple, tie it up, and then just And then I just kept eating, eating. My dog's next to me, staring at me the whole time. I'm like, no, no, no. That's
1: a great idea. I I just, I'm just throwing throwing it out there. Take advantage of people at their their weakest. weakest. Kick them while they're down. Kick them when they're they're down. So, uh, so I apologize. I digress. No, Uh, no. So pizzeria, the pizzeria. Yeah. So
0: pizzeria, they closed their little uh, corner shop, open up this big fancy restaurant in like Northern Liberties, I guess it's more Fish Town, and it's on like a dark alley, a uh, little foreboding. Sure, but it was kind of fun that it was a little dangerous, and then you go in and they have like barbed wire up above, like these big barn type sure thing. And then you have an outdoor area with big heater lamps and then you go inside and it's beautiful. And it was one of the nicest dining experience I had. It was very well done. We, I made reservations three months earlier okay. to go for my birthday. Uh, Seven o'clock. We get there at like six 30. I'm very early. Sure. Prompt. Get in there. I'm like, Hey, we're early. They're like, Oh, we could see. You. We'll try to see you as soon as possible. They're like, go outside, grab a drink, walk outside. Waitress takes a drink. This you and the family. Me and the family. Girls got some Mexican Cokes. Sure. I had a fancy drink and uh every 5 minutes like we're almost there we're almost at your table almost at your table and then the pizza
1: really good really the, the
0: i got the plain pie i ate it a little too fast okay. it was still really hot didn't like settle down a lot yeah you got to let
1: that breathe
0: breathe so i didn't really get the true flavor i think it could have been a little tangier okay but bread was great crust was great and then we got a white pizza that was just phenomenal uh, like bechamel sauce and some other fun stuff. And then as an appetizer, I got, they have a roasted vegetable appetizer. It was the best roasted vegetables I ever had.
1: Really? So I'm sold.
0: I'm sold. I'm in. It's good. You could get, you could wait a month, do reservations, or you can just show up and they have half it open for reservations. The other half for people just go in and wait yeah. to be seated. You yeah. should do it Friday. Night. I mean, go any night, any night, yeah. any night. It's really fun. They're really nice. Uh, Pizza's fantastic and a little pricey. It's you know, like twenty five dollars a pie. Right. But you know, you're not gonna eat that
1: much. Yeah, but it's it's a special occasion. Yeah.
0: yeah. So uh that's my uh that's my review. I love it. Yeah. Um, so I gave you the choice
1: of but I'm gonna do both. I, I think it's time. Yeah. All
0: right. So about I think two weeks ago, you know, I'm laying in bed. One of my favorite things to do on the weekends, uh, just
1: lay in bed. I love both. I
0: love laying in bed. What I do is I lay in bed. And I send a little text to who's ever up. I'm like, coffee? And then my lovely wife or daughter will bring coffee wow. up to me. I know. You know, and it's great. So then I, I turn on XPN. I listen to a little, uh, you know, their mellow music in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do a little crossword puzzle, just drink coffee. Um, and then I get a text from you. And, it, you know, you, sometimes you have cryptic tests. very, very- I,
1: I just write coffee. right? Yeah, and, and then, then you, you are legally binded <laughs> to get out of bed get a coffee, drive to my apartment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now um, you're like, you ever heard of Todd? Was it, you ever heard of Todd, Todd Rundgren? Rundgren? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, but it made me so happy because like Todd Rundgren is.
1: A he's a, na- a Philly guy. He's
0: and a lot of people don't realize he is a Philly guy. I believe he's like an upper Darby. I think so. Um, he has a Philly accent still. And if you're not like in the classic rock world, you would not know him at all. You'd be like, wasn't he a new wave guy who had a song called bang on the drum all day. Right. And that's where most people that's, that's where most people know him, but he's like one of these legit superstar, like from that era, he had like this seminal album um, called something, anything 1972, but he had songs like, hello, it's me. Sure. Great song. I saw the light. Um, you know banging the drum all day but he had a lot of um one of his biggest songs we gotta get you a woman Leroy, boy is that you i thought your post hanging days were through sunken eyes and full of sighs tell no lies Say how okay. And If you hear it, it on the radio, you're like, oh, my God, yeah. And then you hear, like, I saw the light. You're like, oh, my God, yeah. And they're all Todd Rundgren. I think it's We Gotta Get You a Woman. For my whole life, I thought it was a woman singing it. Like, his voice he is does very
1: gentle. Gentle, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and then when I found out it was him, I'm like, oh, my God. But he was in a band called The Naz when he started out. And they were, like, the psychedelic, pretty hard-rocking band. Um, how do you spell that? N-A-Z-Z, I believe. Okay. Um yeah, so he's great. And he he's he's very he's known as very super smart. And he's a, he's also a record producer.
1: Right, producer engineer whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: And everyone who who works with him are like he's like a really even though he's like out there and he wears like weird clothes, but he's like really smart. Well, a great story is he was hired by Jim Steinman, who was writing the album with Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. Sure. And they wanted to get a legit, like, real producer, um, and they're like, "Let's get, let's get Todd Rundgren. He's the best." Tr. So, so they go, they get Tr. And he heard what they were doing. He, what he actually thought they were doing was a parody of Bruce Springsteen. Like, he legitimately thought, "Like, this is great. These guys are making fun of." It's a
1: joke of Bruce the Springsteen whole music thing is just a joke because
0: it was such a Bruce Springsteen esque but not very good. Right, like with the pianos or with sax overly emotive powerful mm-hmm. vocals two of the guys from the east street band were hired to play on it wow um and then they're like no this is we're being yeah. like sincere legit and um so they butted heads like meatloaf and todd and jim Steinman, who wrote all the music and the words but like i don't think todd rungdren thought that this was going to be anything big that right it was like a paycheck and yeah. this weird these weirdos Or making this album. And
1: it became a huge. It's
0: one of the top 20 selling rock albums of all All time. time. 40, like 7 million copies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember getting it as a kid. Yeah. And just being like, I can't picture music being better than this. No. My God. They have a baseball announcer singing, doing a thing in the middle. The whole little,
1: yeah, interlude. Do you know uh, so I think what we need to do is yeah. I think people, our listeners need to go out and besides listening to our podcast, go out, listen to some Todd Rundgren. Yes, go check back in with us.
0: Yeah, and let us know if you appreciate Todd Rundgren. He had some 80s, some good songs in the 80s, Hammer in My Heart and Bang on a Drum All Day. But his seminal album was 72, Something Anything, I believe that was yeah. There's some clunkers on there, mm-hmm. but there's like seven, five, I mean five to seven Stone Cold. Great songs, so yeah, that's something like a Philly gem that you yep. you should know. Yeah. Speaking of Philly gems, you should know Hall Notes going on tour this summer. I
1: know, I saw that Squeeze opening up, which is uh, kind of amazing. Right I now. would see both. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything? I do. Um, I want to get back to running a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I got some running stuff too. Yeah, let uh, So I'm I'm getting back, getting ready to train for my the Market Street Run, the ten miler in. Uh,
0: in (laughs) may yes
1: i did see an article in runner's world i saw just as i was passing in in your home uh something about the gratitude mile
0: i yeah i have a runner's world
1: that big article on gratitude mile and i never read it so uh do you want to explain to the listeners what the gratitude mile is I, and you, and you. By the way, I think you would appreciate it more, just because you have probably endured this more. Yeah. I've only ever done the half marathon. I, I've obviously been very tired oh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. and you hit sort of hit a wall. But as a multi-marathon uh, runner, yeah. w- w- Explain to him what what a gratitude mile. I'm would, not would really it. sure, but I'm guessing it is when you hit you hit your lows, and you had talked about it, and it's you you were right on the money. So. All right,
0: yeah. When when you run, especially long distances you will hit a low at, at one point. Some, not always. Sometimes right. you'll have the greatest run ever. Sure. I think ultra, mile, ultra marathon runners get it more where they will just hit a low and it just becomes a complete mental game. And you have to have the mental tools mm-hmm. to be like, I can get through this. You've done it in training. But if that doesn't work, I believe the gratitude mile is kind of like a something you say to yourself, like not to be –
1: you know but like
0: you're good enough you're yep. smart, smart enough, enough you've done Doggone this before yes. right is yep. that what
1: it is yeah and, and just to be th- all think of all the things that you're grateful for that, right. that, that, that you're just you're thankful that you can physically run yeah, they, right for the wonderful people in your life and, and and all the positions that have put you here and you think about that for a mile to get and it yeah. just gets that positive energy flowing I, I saw it. that and I thought that was a great idea. Didn't think it's the most effective idea though. Do you have a better idea? I have a couple of better oh ideas. Oh my God. I'd love to hear it. Actually. And and remember, this is right before the podcast. So I didn't have a lot of time. Right. But instead of having a gratitude mile, so like let's say mile 18. Yeah, yeah. You're really hitting that wall. Yep. So for a mile, you're just going to keep thinking about all the good things in life. Um, okay. Uh how about the uh the platitude mile? Instead of the gratitude <laughs> amount, the platitude <laughs> amount, where you just say very general things to yourself. Meaningless, trite, very trite things. Problem. Right. You just keep right. going. Okay. Right. So you, instead of the gratitude amount, you have to give the platitude What amount. would
0: be like a pl- to Just be like um, – what would be a good one? Just like you're, 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 you're down and out and you're just like um, – oh, Let's
1: let bygones be bygones. There you go. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You know, another, another day, another dollar.
0: Yeah. Or like um, – like, uh, you had me at Merlot.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. You're just, just thinking about wine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you just, so you just keep, you just keep running through right. latitudes instead right. of gratitude. Uh, the latitude mile. Latitude mile. Where you're just playing, uh, Jimmy Buffett songs.
0: Oh my God. Changes uh, in latitude. latitude change, in attitude. change in attitude.
1: Yeah. So you have that mile. Yeah. Um, I like that. Then I think, okay, instead of just gratitude, I think they're just focusing on that emotion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's harness some other ones. How about the spite mile? Ooh, where you're like, I'm running just to screw you, Craig. Yeah, at the office, <laughs> and I think that would spur you on to re- spur you on to really make you know really get your juices going and be like, you know, all right, Dad, Dad, yeah. you yeah.
0: said I couldn't do Could it, produce. right? Yeah.
1: Uh, so you have this this mile. the jealousy mile.
0: Ooh. Think that about sounds, all the
1: things you're jealous of. That sounds like a the '90s people band, you're jealous
0: of. right? The Jealousy, Jealousy Mile, yeah. like a Philly band playing at Grape Street. Yeah, yeah. I, right? I
1: think the Jealousy Curve was a. Oh. Were they a band? Yeah, they, they were. I just, think it's like tonight's Stargazer Ma- Lily, Lily and uh, Brian Seymour Pepper's and Ghost.
0: Peppers Ghost
1: and the Jealousy, the Jealousy Mile at uh, the, the Pontiac Grill.
0: So jealousy mile would yeah. just be like – You just
1: think of all the things, all the people you're jealous of. Right, right. Oh, I wish I had that. Oh. I wish I had that Chrysler Cordoba that yeah, like Jeff right. got from Twitter, and mm-hmm. you, just, you just get angry, and it, yeah. it, it pushes you forward. Um, the revenge mile, oh. where you plot revenge – That's a good – Right. – on a foe. Because a lot of times you're running,
0: you want to take up mental space, thinking of problems, something like that. When you plan revenge, mm-hmm. that takes a lot of planning. So yep. that could take up a lot of your yep. – I love
1: it. I yeah. Love it. Uh, and then, of course, there's the Carl Weathers mile where you just try to th- list every Carl Weathers movie in your head. Okay. And then finally, I think you just take it to the extreme, the murder plot mile. Oh, I like this. Where you literally are plotting <laughs> the murder of one of your biggest enemies. Oh, my God. I mean, that takes a lot of planning. So you're like, i got to get the rope. i got to get the duct tape. i got to get the getaway car. You know what? I'm going to – You're thinking about that. All of a sudden, you're four miles down. And you've already plotted someone's murder.
0: I love it. I think uh, I think we got to write these down, put them on the website. I
1: think it's a great idea. I have them right here.
0: Yeah, and we could just send them to Runner's World and make them pay us for yep. it, right? I yep. love it. I think you touched on something, though. I used to, during some runs, you'd find someone who bothered you or was just like a runner that – just annoyed you for some yep. reason oh yeah just try to keep up with them
1: yes you just you focus you on f- yes. focus on them you're I like hate the back of your this head this
0: stupid shirt you're wearing mm-hmm. you're you're just a little too put together you have yep. a little your outfit is just too perfect yeah i'm running in like eight year old city sports shorts with yes. a rip in them mm-hmm. and you're sitting there with your matching you know outfits yeah 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 i love it
1: so i think that's a so just a running tip for all you people out there it doesn't just have to be about gratitude it doesn't it's got there's
0: so many more gratitude miles gratitude gets you nowhere there's so many more miles that brings me to like recommendations i have though i love relaxing after a hard day of uh, like i said love eating it's like
1: one of my favorite uh, songs from the 60s yeah the night of a hard day night of a hard day
0: it's yeah. such a great basically it's about a guy who does laundry eats a whole sleeve of shortbreads and just wants to kick back yeah I've been addicted to, I've been like watching, well, Neil uh, Neil, uh, Peart passed away, so I've been watching just tons of Rush videos, but I watch like Rush, sound checking, Limelight, and it's just them playing, doing a sound check to an empty, just killing it. Beautiful. I was watching it, Kelly came down as I'm watching it and they're playing Limelight and she just goes... Oh, no one showed up for the Rush concert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, leave. 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 Um, So another thing I've been watching, and I I, I watch ultra marathon videos, right? Sure. So, you know, you and I have discussed the Barkley Mile. Yeah. There are so many other, obviously, um, equally challenging road races, like the Leadville 100, the Western States 100, you know, the Hard Rock 100. And there's this whole group of guys who run them. And they're fascinating. The thing they do now is two of the guys, one of the guys' names is Jameel Carey, or Jam Jam, as he knows. And he has a YouTube channel called Run Steep, Get High. So what he does is he films himself during the runs. And he's really like a nice dude. He shows you what it takes to run, shows you like the nutrition he's taking, showing you when he's bonking, showing Mm -hmm. you when he's powering up. And there's another guy, uh, Billy Yang, does the same thing. He's like, hey, I'm on an airplane right now. I'm heading to Bavaria to run this race. It's a 50K, 100K with two of my friends who are also multi- ultra marathoners. So then I'll show them like they're all eating. You see what they're eating. Sure. But the beauty of it is he'll just play like some nice music. And for like 10 minutes, he's just showing you running through the trails. Oh, it's great. Showing you. And the thing that I've learned through all these – These true ultra marathon trail runners, they're running elevations that could be anywhere from like 2,000 feet to 10,000. So, half the race, I'm going up and down mountains. So, they're just climbing. They're not running. They're hiking. Hiking, yeah. I mean, they are busting their butt just like you saw at the Mm Barkley, just trying to climb. And then they just kill it downhill. Yeah. And then when they hit the flats, they're going as fast as like any. Anybody. Anybody. And it's so... It's just, I find it incredibly calming. And also at the end of like every race, I get so emotional. Like when they, when they finish. Oh, sure. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. You went on the ride with them. You did. And then there's, you have to check out Courtney, uh, Dahlweiler, D-A-U-W-A-L-T-E-R. She's like the number one woman ultra marathoner. Okay. If you saw her, you'd be like, This is just my friend who I go to bars with. Sure. She wears super long shorts, super long t-shirts. She's always smiling and laughing, really thin. Like she doesn't seem like you're like, you know, you look at the women's soccer team. They're all like incredibly just well toned This woman, she is from another planet. She kills all these marathons. She's won like the, just won the 2019 like world championship of ultra marathons every big title she's a joy to watch there's okay. a yeah there's a video on her called the source and it's um a documentary on her and you root for her within one minute you oh, like, great. i love her she has for this whole reasons. team that runs with her so there's all these videos There's like you know some are 10 minutes mm-hmm. some are a half hour so you just look up like ultra running videos but definitely look for run steep get high and then billy yang films and then the source uh uh, ultra marathon perfect yeah you'll love it great
1: what about you love
0: anything it.
1: you know i i feel like i've uh, been a little behind the curve I've been going back to some old stuff recently mm-hmm. uh i will say it's just very lighthearted, a lot of fun uh i started watching sort of re-watching Schitt's creek oh. eugene levy 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 uh Catherine o'hara of course daniel levy daniel J- uh, uh, chris elliot of course yep uh, i watched sort of piecemeal the first season and a half with, uh, just over the last year or so. And I liked it. It was fine. Uh, it was, it was good, but like, it wasn't uproarious like everybody was talking about. And then I decided to rewatch it with my wife. She had never seen it. I was like, and then just, you know, sometimes just watching it with another person makes it so much more fun. Uh, we loved it. We just finished the second season. Love the second season. And from everything that I've heard is from season three on, it just goes bonkers and gets yeah. funnier. So I'm excited about that. So we've been uh, we've been enjoying that. I gotta get on it. I I watched one episode. I was like, yes, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But I heard it gets it just gets better and better, better and better. And better. And better it's, right? it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And I've been uh I've been rewatching this is my fall asleep show right now. I've been re-watching Mad Men, which I didn't think would be a <laughs> good rewatch and it's it's uh it's amazing rewatch love it um oh i got something for you
0: yeah uh i saw online someone just posted what movie scared the crap out of you as a kid okay right so yes so we'll just make this quick yeah but w- if someone just said chip like me what movie scared the crap out of you as a kid
1: uh not what you not what you think by the uh, way uh i can i guess yeah herbie the love bug herbie the love bug <laughs> frightening movie just had a mind of its own yeah I remember seeing The Exorcist when I was like, you know, 12 or 13. Yeah. I wasn't scared at all. Didn't no? bother me. A uh, movie that really scared me. I was probably about five years old. To this day, it freaks me out. Lily Tomlin's The Incredible Shrinking, Shrinking Woman. Woman. Yeah. Wow. Really, really frightening movie. We had HBO when I was a child for about a year when I was like five, six years old. I think before my dad realized he had to pay for it. <laughs> uh, uh, there was a couple on there that really scared me. Uh, the Incredible Shrinking Woman. Yeah another lily tomlin classic nine to five that's scary very scary scary movie <laughs> uh popeye with yeah robin robin williams. williams yeah freaky movie That was freaky yeah and then there was a movie called i think it's just called the pirate movie are you familiar Pirates. with Pirates. Pirates? I think, yeah. It was, I think, I want to say Christy McNichol maybe was in it. Rex Chapman, maybe. Not Rex Chapman. He, like, Rex
0: uh, curly, curly hair. Curly blonde hair. Curly blonde hair. Rex, yes. uh, someone will know. Like, Gerard's old. He might freak me out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, I think it was called Pirates. Pirates. Okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it was based on Pirates of Penzance. I don't know. Okay.
1: And uh, movies that freaked you out as a kid. Scared oh, Yeah,
0: like yeah, right, right away, just
1: to uh, Bad Ronald and The Brood. I'm still looking for Bad Ronald. I, I have to find it. Yeah.
0: You won't you if if you saw it as a kid you would be looking uh, every wall of your house should just be like no one behind here right yeah and the brood and the brood was just yeah, like what's a, the what's brood da, uh, early David Cronenberg uh, okay house full of genetically mutated little children love it love speaking it. of genetically uh, mutated uh, genetic here comes a little, little my little buddy Star right hi star. Hey, star that's my dog
1: I have two dogs this is my sweet sweet baby oh star. you know what that means yeah. Stars down here I think it's time for something
0: what 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 yeah.
1: Hey, Star. Look at. Oh, hi, buddy. It's time for pet talk. Yeah, star. we're giving
0: we giving a little star. Star, do you like hearing doggies spark? Yeah, no. What do you got? What's up with uh stand the man?
1: Stan the man's doing all right. He's hanging in there. Uh, we took him for his his latest ultrasound. Yeah. Uh, the little thing grew a little bit more. Not not too much, but it grew, which we we're expecting. Uh, but we're still you know holding steady. Good. And uh, he's doing all right. Um. He's his his little back legs are, are starting oh. to they're getting a little wobbly. You know, he's not yeah. he's an old man. He's got a little cane. You know, ten. Cane? Cane? We think he's roughly around ten or eleven. Yeah. We don't know exactly, but that's what we think is. But uh but he's doing good. His spirits are high, and we've been giving him a little bit more treats now, and now he's just become a monster. He's just demanding. The milk love bones. It. Here's the deal. He's still got the orange crunchers, yeah. but the milk bones he just goes crazy for. Can I
0: just tell you when Winslow turned probably ten, mm-hmm. if he wanted something,
1: he got it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. And that's it's to a certain extent, I think that's so we've always watched his weight and kept him. Yeah. He, he's a
0: very Kim, I know, has kept him very Seek. healthy. I think it's about time where he just basically He's just he's just having fun. Do you do you need I have doggy stairs that these dogs will not use? In we Indiana. do have we do, do have it? one okay.
1: set of doggy stairs for the bed and okay. it, it, is, it does is he use them?
0: Thank you. he does. My dog refused to use it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. These dogs
1: don't want anything to do with yeah.
0: it. Oh, you can kind of see little little star head right there. Oh
1: yeah, there we go. There uh, I do want to say one thing that uh Stanley does get upset by because I think you were talking about Star, yeah, she gets
0: she's very scared of loud noises.
1: Loud noise. Do you know what no, any, it, any specific... it
0: literally it could be a leaf falling on the ground.
1: Obviously, that's a very loud noise.
0: Car door slamming, mm-hmm. um, sirens, and then the usual thunder, fireworks. Yep. Right. Right. Here's my Hi baby. star. Hey, oh, buddy. Here's my baby. Here you go. Oh, look at that star Hello. making a little. Love. Star loves everybody. Star loves love. Hi. Hello. Right, buddy. So,
1: so Stanley, he can have. There can be fireworks. Uh, yeah. There could be fireworks at a at a uh, at a fire engine convention and uh he stanley wouldn't care doesn't doesn't big sounds don't bother him uh the only thing it does bother him if the smoke alarm ever goes off Mm -hmm. he goes crazy and shakes and gets so scared he hates the smoke alarm uh so every once in a while if we're cooking every once in a while the smoke alarm goes off so we have to basically (laughs) disable the smoke alarms while we're cooking in case they go off (laughs) but it's not the greatest even if he sees us doing that he gets upset so now if my wife or I even tries cooking, he just gets scared. What so we can barely cook in our own house. <laughs> so literally the other night he came into the bedroom and he was like being really loving to me. I was like, oh, he's really yeah. – and then I realized it was because Kim was cooking and he was just shaking uh, because he's wor- – if if the smoke alarm goes off, he goes crazy. Oh we think God. maybe because we don't know where he came from. We wonder if maybe there's a fire at oh wherever he was living and he, he cannot handle a smoke alarm. Oh, poor buddy. Yeah. But just get, you know what? Get rid of your smoke alarms. I think they're a waste anyway. They're just rid- a waste hasn't of space. Been
0: a battery in it for years.
1: I feel bad. Kim came home from work one time. She was all upset. She couldn't find Stanley when she yeah. got home, and he always runs to the door when yeah. he comes up. Well, uh, basically, she found him, I believe, hiding in the closet, which she never has. And she's like, "Oh, maybe he's sick. Maybe he's..." Sick. Turns out, the one fire alarm, the battery was going down, so it chirped oh. every minute or so, and he was at home for hours. Uh, just horrified at a little chirp of the uh, thing, but but we've we've worked it out. So he uh, we we distract him when when, when we cook now.
0: Yeah, right. like she she gets scared and we find her in. She'll try to find the this the just a little nook somewhere and hide. And she's a, she's a husky little muffin. Hi, buddy. And sometimes she gets stuck. She tried to get between a couch and a bookcase and got her big fat butt stuck. And we had to get her out. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but she's a sweet girl. Yeah, she is. Right, buddy? She's just hanging out. Right, Star.
1: Good girl.
0: Good job, Star. Um, what did I want to oh I, I want to mention this is about you. Yeah, yeah, We're gonna see you in two tonight is Wednesday the nineteenth. Yes. And if anybody is around f- this Friday, the twenty-first, mm-hmm. and if you're in the Norristown yes. area, even any Montgomery even County, Montgomery County everything's close. It's very easy to get to Norristown yep. from the city, from the burbs. Yes. And if you're into space, space, astronomy. Astronomy. Astrology. Yeah. Right, you'll be reading tarot cards. Tons of it. It is uh it's called a uh, funny thing about the sky. Yes. Uh Malum Planetarium at Arcola Intermediate School. Mm Mm-hmm. Methacton School District. Methacton School District. Uh, you could join Planetarium Director Adam Chantry.
1: My, my little baby brother.
0: Little Adam. He's 12. And professional comedian Chip Chantry, as they team up in this unique show, will give you a tour of the night sky.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going. So my, my little brother is the Planetarium Director at his middle school, and he, uh, he does these usually monthly shows where you can go, and he'll t- teach about the night sky, show you the constellations, maybe do a little a little thing about the moon or about Saturn or whatever it might be. Uh, But uh, every once in a while, he enlists me to inject some comedy into it. So we, uh, he does, uh, he does his presentation and then I make jokes I crack jokes. I'm sort of a color. Oh, nice. As we do that, there might be a little stand-up by Chip Chancery at the beginning of the show as well. Uh, I will say, I'm glad you got your tickets. I believe there are only – because it's a planetarium. It's not the biggest yeah, yeah. audience. Uh, I believe there's only about eight tickets left, uh, and this is not a uh, ploy to get you. It's not like, yeah, oh, yeah. ticker's going fast and nobody's there. There's literally, I believe, eight tickets left after you uh, purchased yours today. Yeah. Um, so uh, so if you're planning on doing an o- o- order ahead of time, I have posted on my Facebook page. Yep. Uh, You you can find the link, order those tickets uh, online so you are not shut out of uh, a funny thing about this guy.
0: Is it true at the end, both you and your brother wear matching tuxedos and little bowler caps with canes and you say, whatever we do, wherever we go,
1: we always do it together. I can't give away the ending of the show, but I think you're pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. It's like the Chantry boys. It is. Just like dad taught them. Back together. <laughs> yep. What else? Chip, where else can we
0: see Chip Chantry live in the next? Um, uh,
1: I'm, I'm going to be at the Comedy Cabaret right. on uh, Saturday the 22nd. So if you can't make it on the 21st, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll be there. Uh, I'm also going to be at uh, – this is this is going to be an interesting show. I, I I don't know what to expect. At I'm going to be at Topgolf. Top Golf in South Jersey, which is a whole complex of golf and other things. Uh, there's they're they're doing comedy shows there now. Run and book through Helium Comedy Club, and I'm going to be headlining a couple of those shows on the 28th and 29th of the um, uh, of Top Golf, and uh, I'm also going to be at. At the 700 Club. Remember the 700 Club? Oh, yeah. I, I love it. the 700 Club. Uh, Going to be there on the 26th, Wednesday the 26th. And then uh, if you're a big gambler, which I know you I are, Jeff. I have so much expendable cash that I need to get rid of. Uh, March 1st through the 7th mm-hmm. is uh, March 1st through the 7th. I will be at the Borgata Comedy Club uh, in at the Borgata in Atlantic City. So I'll be at the Borgata Atlantic City March 1st through the 7th.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Someone How about
1: you? Where, where, where can we find I'm gonna you, be,
0: Jeff? Uh, let me see. Uh, First
1: of all, you're going to be fawning over your gift from Twitter. Oh, my God. I can't wait to tell you about it. Yeah, That's
0: going to be great. And then um, nothing. Uh, I have absolutely nothing. That's great. That's wonderful. I'm going to do some laundry, going to do some long runs on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I will know on February 28th whether I get in the New York City Marathon. Great. I've been
1: denied five times. Five times. This You've is, never run it. Is that
0: never correct? run? I could. Yep. I got. I've tried the lottery five times. So if I can get in, this would be great. If I don't, I will never. try I'm to feeling get good in. about
1: this year. I'm feeling good for you this year.
0: Okay. Yeah. Guys, that was junk miles with just a couple glitches, but uh.
1: The Hextall episode twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Thank you for 27. sticking <laughs> with us. Twenty seven. Uh, but thank you guys for sticking with us with the little technical difficulties. And uh, if you're listening at home right now at a podcast forum, there was no technical difficulties no, at all. It was a All right. Smooth sound smooth
0: smooth Alright go watch the debates the And uh, hopefully things will turn out well Take a seat Bye guys It's my treat You may not ever get this chance again That empty is just about to end